Hello, everyone. So welcome back to Masala's Sharm in English. And um, I decided what I would like to do is I want to take a, um, a recap now because we just finished Chapter 19, which talks about all the components of a chassid. And it's, uh, there were a lot of different moving parts. And I think that it's good just to do a recap or a summary. Now that we have all the pieces, let's kind of bl let's blend it all together and come up with a summary so we can really have a clear picture or a somewhat understanding of how amazing and incredible this person is and how we really have no idea whatever we thought was a chassid is a chassid. You know, whatever we thought a chassid was obviously not. It's not what we, not the typical chassid. So to understand really the definition of a chassid, we, that's chapter 18, and that's what Ramchal says, that he makes that he does the avoda the best way possible. So how does he do the avoda the best way possible? And that's what chapter 19 is all about, describing, really breaking it down. So let's go for it. Let's, let's start from the beginning. So a chassid, his actions, the way he serves God, there are three main categories of how he does it, or three main uh, roots. There's the deed itself. There's how he does the deed. Okay, and then the intention or what's in his mind or the reason why he's doing the deed. So let's start with the first component, which is the deed itself, the mitzvah itself. So the mitzvah itself then is divided into two subcategories. Well, is the mitzvah, um, it's serving God. Okay, that's one category. And then men themselves, another, you know, uh, a person. So what's... Uh, uh, so regarding serving God, okay, that means he he does all the auxiliary mitzvahs, all the added parts of the mitzvah. He makes his mitzvahs beautiful, um, and he enhances them. We said like a, a, a nice lulav, a nice esrog, a nice talis, everything. He just he goes above and beyond to make his beautiful, make the mitzvah as beautiful as possible. That's number. That's how he does with God. Now regarding man. How does he do the mitzvahs? So he uses his body, his money, his body, and his soul, okay, to do chesed, to do um, kindness to people. Money, he treats other people's money like his own money. He'll go out of his way to help his fellow not lose money. If he finds, let's say, I don't know, his gate open, he walks by his house and he sees his gate open, maybe his, 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 his animal can go out. Or that there's a, you know, he walks by his house and there's the, 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 he sees some sort of flood. Whatever it is, he does something that he's not required to do. He goes above and beyond the call of duty with that. That's number with money. And most important, like I said, he treats his friend's money like his own money. The body itself, his body, he uses his body for chesed. Let's say he sees his friend, I don't know, unloading groceries or carrying something very heavy. He lightens the burden for him. He lightens the burden by carrying, helping, again, using your physical body to help this person, however you can. And the last thing is his nefesh, his soul. What does it mean, his soul? He's there to give him advice. He, if he comes to seek advice, he offers, he, he, he listens, he gives him the right advice. He sometimes, sometimes people need chizok or inspiration, he gives them inspiration, all those things. That's what he does, and that's component of the deed itself. And it all, if you notice, the real theme of what those, those actions are, all chesed, kindness. What's chesed, chasid, chesed, same letters. You see how it's the root. The Really, the root of a chasid is all about his chesed, whether it's through a Rabbi in a sense, or to a person. 
So that's the deed itself. Now, how? How does he do these deeds? So once again, they're broken up into subcategories. He's doing it. There's the two subcategories are fear of Hashem and love of Hashem. So what does it mean that he fears Hashem? It means that when he fears Hashem, he does the mitzvah in a, in a certain humbleness. He's submissive before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, recognizing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the greatest being in the world. So before he goes to Daven, he realizes, I am about to talk to the creator of the, of the universe. That is an opportunity that, that I'm honored to have. You know, he, he, whatever, the mitzvah, the mitzvah is about to do. He looks at it as a, this is a tremendous, I'm here, and, and you feel humble. You submit yourself. And two, on that note, you also are a little bit bashful because, you know, who am I? I, I I'm, a, I'm a human being of flesh and blood, and I'm appearing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God, creator of the world. Um, that's, that's, a, that's something right there. It, 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 it creates a sense of bashfulness. And then the third component of the mitzvah is he gives a tremendous honor. How does he cr- give a tremendous honor? By preparing himself before the mitzvah. This preparation of thinking about who he's standing in front of or what he's about to do. Once you, when you set, when you realize you're about to do something, you'll prepare yourself. You see how it changes how you do the mitzvah itself. In general, anything like that, when you um, prepare yourself to do it, um, when you put preparation, you will see that the mitzvah changes. That's the fair component. Now, how the, what's the second what's the second subcategory of how the chassid does it? Love. He loves Akadosh Baruch Hu tremendously. Like we said, like Tom writes, the wife of his youth, like his like his wife. You know, it, it, it gives him tremendous. It gives this person tremendous satisfaction and pleasure. Just the mere thought of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as a result of that love, when he does the mitzvah, number one, he's so excited and so happy. When someone asks you to do, someone who you love asks you to do something, it triggers you a certain excitement to do um, to do this mitzvah. And uh, it, it, or, or like I said, if your wife asks you to do something or, or, or someone you love asks you to do something, it's your pleasure. You're excited to do it. That's the, the other thing is attachment too. You're a tremendous attachment to God. He has a tremendous attachment that all he thinks about, like we said, he just thinks of like describing David Melech. I wake at night on my couch and just think of you and that brings me joy. That's what he says. And three is as a result of this love also, he's a zealousness. You want to defend and protect the Kodesh Baruch Hu's honor. And remember that's only, only done in certain scenarios and has to meet certain qualifications. But there's a certain passion you have for God's honor. And when someone, so, so to speak, um, you know, uh, is, is, is insulting someone you love, you get very offended and you want to put a stop to that. So that's what that zealousness that we described. That's what Pinchas Ben Elazar HaKoyen did. You know, he was able to save Klai Yisrael and he was able to be, become Elio HaNavi. And the third and final component of this chassid is the intention. What is the reason why he's doing this mitzvah? Why is he doing it? And this is the icing on the cake because we benefit so much from it, as you will see. The intention is merely to increase all he's he's doing. It's a totally selfless motivation. He's doing it because this will bring um, honor to my God. When I do his will, it increases his honor because the world sees that 
God is being recognized and serviced because he we're, I'm doing his his I'm fulfilling I'm doing his will, and as a result of that, bringing honor, he he gets a tremendous simcha from that. Remember, because it comes from the love and so on. So his intention is to increase the honor of the rabbanim shalom, and then, as a result of this of of the of this intention, when his honor is diminished and decreased, it hurts him tremendously, which made him which 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 means as a direct result comes the next thought of Gullus, that Claudius rolls out, is out, is not in it at its prime. That, well, first, that God is not in its prime, so to speak, meaning the base of Mikdash, the temple is not there. It's There's a mosque on where the temple is right now, and it's it's, it's ruins. It's, it's not what it was once. The base of Mikdash, when it was erected, it was the greatest architectural um, phenomenon of the world. It was, it was a masterpiece. People used to be like the non the non Jews. They would they would be mesmerized by it. Now that honors it's, it's, God's house is destroyed. That is a total deflection of God's honor, total diminishment of God's honor, and it pains him very very much. And it also pains him that uh, that uh, and as a result he wishes very, very, very much for the Gula to come, for the Mashiach to come, because that will be a total recognition, again, of God's honor. When the whole world sees that God is one and God created the world and he chose the Jews as his people and the world sees that, it gives a tremendous honor to him. And he feels that that, that will make him, um, you know, uh, and that, that's why he's doing that only, and that will make him also yearn for the Gula. And another thing is that he's uh, another diminishment of God's honor is Yisrael's in at low state. We're not at our prime. We used to be the greatest nation in the world, and now we're not the greatest nation in the world. We're scattered all over the place. So as a result, again, he's gonna he's going to da- daven and pray and do mitzvahs for our honor in order for our um, in order for our uh, our nation to be redeemed, and um, and so on. So it's all those things. Um, all those things are, are, are going through the mind of the chassid and so on. And one last benefit is when he does a mitzvah, he also wants to do the mitzvah for the merit of Klal Yisrael, for the merit of the Jews. Because unfortunately, there are a lot of people that just don't know any better. And as a result, you know, they're, 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 they, may, they may not. God, God loves every single Jew, no matter where he came from. Every single Jew is loved like him, like you love your children. And he wants everyone to, to be there when Mashiach comes, and he wants everyone to be there at Olam Haba. And therefore, those people that need tshuva, and they don't know how to do tshuva, they don't know, you need someone to do tshuva for them. And that's where the chassid comes in and davens for those people and, and suffers for those people and so on. So that's the synopsis of a chassid and how incredible and how holy this person is. I hope that I've done a good job and uh, we'll continue with chapter 20 when it's appropriate to weigh in all these things that the Chassid does. See you next time.